1: downside about recording intros in advance like we did for last week yeah is that i think my concept of time and dates conflicts with like lining things up oh sure so like last week we were supposed to thank our new patrons oh, and i i was like well it's two weeks away <laughs> thinking that because we're Anyway, so here's that.
0: <laughs> yeah, this has been my entire life for the last couple of weeks, so I totally understand.
1: So thank you to all of the new patrons who joined us in April. Perrin Caristi, Ellie Sanders, the happy zoologist, who I have to say, hmm. I think has the world record for listening to our bonus content. Oh. Because what? they are liking everything as they go through and listen. And so I get like a notification like, oh, hey, someone liked this and I think they got through Perilous Tides in less than a week.
2: Oh my Whoa.
1: goodness.
3: Getting, getting a notification every 20 minutes <laughs> on 40-minute
4: episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love our voices at double speed. Yeah. That's the way.
1: Uh, James Clark Lanning, Darian Lane, Old Paul Rains, Richard Hurt, Dr. Scorpio, my arch nemesis, um, <laughs> Django Copus, and Farrakh Falcon. Uh, so thank you to everyone who joined us uh, brand new in the Patreon this month. And thank you to all of our patrons who join us every month. If you're interested in joining us, you can go over to patreon.com slash the crit show. And unlike we were saying all last month, this is actually the month <laughs> for t-shirts and the swag tier. See, what happened was... <laughs> now, now level with me and you can you can remove all of this. this. Yeah.
3: Is this a secret new marketing technique it's, where we just <laughs> lie to them and we get them... It's,
4: it's not.
1: <laughs> it's that for the first time in three years we were on top of putting out the Patreon rewards, So they came out like the second day of the month. And so then that whole rest of the month, I was like, oh, well, this must be the new cycle because I'm not thinking about that stuff. Ah.
2: Oh. oh, so yeah. that was our first mistake. We should always procrastinate. That's how we stay on schedule.
1: Yeah, because usually it comes out like the yeah. last week. and mm-hmm. But we would never just lie to get them to, you know, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so if you are interested in being in either one of those tiers, May is actually the month. Uh, to make sure that you are in those cycles to get on to uh, the rewards that will come out in August, September? No. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) We haven't seen each other in a while. (laughs) It's going to be a good day. Choked
0: on my spit. Just the wrong time as soon as you were like, wait, what's this? I I did did this again.
2: (laughs) It's really hard to count to four. Um, uh, Also, if you want to listen to an ad-free feed of our main show, you can do that at the $5 tier on our Patreon. That's true.
1: And if you are in the $5 tier and you have not, for some reason, gotten access to the feed, please send us an email so we can remedy that. Um, And then if you are headed to Gen Con, uh, be on the lookout. Our events have been confirmed for Gen Con. Uh, The live show is going to be on Saturday again at the IP, Mm. at the IRT, right across the street from Gen Con. We will have more information about how to sign up for that later, uh, as well as the time. But it will be Saturday evening. Uh, But we have a Monster of the Week game Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, one slot a day, uh, six game masters. So if you are interested in joining us for that, make sure to uh, get signed up when Gen Con events go live, I think on the 15th.
2: On the 15th, yeah.
1: And along with the meetup being over at the IRT, it is not technically a part of Gen Con. You don't have to have a Gen Con badge to attend. You just have to RSVP with us through the website. Man, once we get all that. Dingle information sorted out. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, well, no, that's not true. Lastly, before we get to the main event, Livestream for the Cure. Uh, we are taking part in that again. That will be at twitch.tv slash Livestream for the Cure on Thursday the 19th at 9 p.m. Eastern. We will be there once again uh, playing a one-page RPG and helping once again to raise money for the Cancer Research Institute. So uh, you all showed up in force last year, and we would love it if you join us again this year. Now, in front of us all, yes yes, 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 we have enormous boxes. Inside of everyone's box, there is an additional bag that's that's white. Uh, it's like a like a grocery bag. That is your piece that you picked from the list. So like it's like you can take it out like this and and you won't be able to see it yet. Everything else you can see when you look inside the box. Okay, uh, that's a T-shirt. This
0: is a T. I was like, this is not feeling. Like it's candy. edible.
1: Please don't eat that. Eat this T-shirt. You're going to feel very sick.
0: I wish that I spoke German because I didn't realize that I had picked a T-shirt. For
1: my- <laughs> hey, Tass already opened his bag. That, was, oh, that, was he supposed Tass. to do that? <laughs> I
4: just, I thought we were getting him out. I guess
1: that means Tass is eating his first. I
4: don't know what they are, but they're adorable.
1: Yeah. So. Uh Rev from the past, remind us what everybody picked for their thing, because I currently sure do not remember the German names of the candies you picked. Niedergurger, Rumpflaumen, Vingumi Spunk, Dickmans, Schlock, Verporten. Alright, so Tass, what describe to us what you got. I first I have to say I love that I listen to a lot of actual play podcasts, and almost all of them are the players, the cast, the GM. Talking about like all the alcohol that their listeners send them. I love that our listeners send us snacks. Yeah. Yes.
4: <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So what I'm seeing is a little, a little uh red package that is heart shaped and I am opening it to reveal some sort of chocolate. Okay.
0: Heart flavored chocolate. It is heart flavored chocolate.
4: I'm, I'm I'm trying to analyze here. Like I can see some little tinges of if red. You don't fucking bite into this underneath candy the underneath right the chocolate. Now, <laughs> I <laughs> right, will bury you. Do it. Do
0: it. Do it. It's
3: got a good. Oh my god. Good aroma. <laughs> oh my
1: god. He's just
4: waving it in front of his my,
3: nose. I'm my palate. I'm He's gonna bully you, in you into it. eating
1: this candy. <laughs> he was just waving it in front of Jake's nose.
4: <laughs> All right. Here we go.
1: Oh, that's a face. What's the middle of it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. like coconut. But it
4: doesn't taste like coconut, or if it is, it's the mildest coconut I have ever tasted.
0: Can mm. I see? Yeah, it absolutely looks like a like a Mounds bar.
4: Yeah, I I, I give this a um, I'll give this a seven out of ten okay. as far as chocolatey. And we're calling it a maybe coconut. A maybe maybe coconut. I don't know. It's it's very mild, but it's good. Did someone
1: whisper coconut in the other room as you bit they into did. it?
4: This is a uh, chocolate coconut Lacroix. <laughs> 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 okay, who's up?
1: I'll go. Okay.
4: I've got
3: rump, rump flume and it's got a picture of a fruit on it that is purple, and I should probably know what the fruit is. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, listeners? I
1: guess uh, start I sending us fruit. I think
2: that looks like maybe a. <laughs> Everyone in the cast has scurvy. <laughs> Please send them limes. The teeth don't go back in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it like a like a currant?
3: I don't know. I mean, it is currently in my hands. Uh (laughs) Uh
0: Eat your candy. I am
3: (laughs) uncivilized. I mean, it's just like a chocolate-covered whatever this fruit is. I figured mine out. It's marzipan.
0: Oh, Oh. Oh, nice. It's very
3: mild, but yeah, absolutely. I'm not not getting a lot of flavor off of the fruit filling off this. I'm mostly getting hit by the dark chocolate. It was good. Got a nice texture. Don't mind if I do.
0: (laughs) Okay, I got, oh no. I got a little box. It kind of looks like a little uh, cigarette. Uh, almost a cartridge. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just plug in the cigarette box. Um, yeah, it it's wrapped in plastic. It's a s- spunk on one side, and then it says "Vingummy." I think it's some sort of gummy, and then it looks like what's maybe a jelly bean. Uh, sorry, a parrot that was turned into a jelly bean.
1: Oh, yeah. See. Oh. Oh, that's yeah. adorable.
0: So I'm. It's parrot flavored. Parrot flavored <laughs> gum? gummies. Oh uh, man. Beans.
1: Birdie Bots is just going wild.
0: <laughs> all right, all right, let me see here. I've changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it? As I've
3: as I finished this, I did like a nibble for the examination, and then I just did the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And that was too much. I think this is a nibbling candy.
0: Oh my gosh. What oh do you guys are
4: they gummy parrots?
0: They're little, they're little like they're like little like jujubes, but they look like little parents. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh, let
4: me see. That's adorable.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and all of them down the hatch.
0: Yeah, they're kind of hard to eat I was going to gonna say
3: they're crunchy. That surprised no, no, me. No, no, oh.
2: no. They're like a hard gummy. <laughs>
3: She's like, no, no. My teeth just are weak. <laughs> <laughs> my teeth are brittle.
2: <laughs> Again, please send the cast vitamin C. <laughs> Citrus, please. I'll
3: uh, take
4: some <laughs> calcium to go with the vitamin C, <laughs> Uh Jake, yours are rum plums. Hmm. That makes sense via, by the name. Rum plum covered in dark chocolate.
3: That was my favorite member of Cat's. good old rum plum dark chocolate
0: and these are green and orange and yellow so they're like kind of the the citrusier flavors of Mm. gummies
1: okay
3: what is a hard gummy I mean that just sounds like a gummy that's gone bad (laughs) hard and gummy sound like like they can't occupy the same space this feels like a stale gummy yeah
0: (laughs) I like it
1: so it's not like a Mike and Ike where it's got a hard shell Mm -mm. and then gummy in the middle Just a stale gummy. Or
3: it's just a stale ass gummy.
1: <laughs> you just got to, you just got to gum it for a little that's bit. A gummy, that's
3: a gummy been out there for a while.
0: But I like, I like, I like harder gummies. Like I like to put my gummy worms in the freezer, mm. my gummy bears in the freezer because it makes them hard, and then you can just kind of like, yeah, savor them for a while. Just, this is impossible to chew. I can't. Yeah. I just have to swallow them whole. I think <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like
2: a pill. I have not gotten through this one yet. <laughs> All of Megan's audio is just shot for the rest of the day. It's pretty bad. <laughs> What's Kim got? So I have no idea what this is, but th- it looks delicious and it comes in three varieties. It comes in a white, oh. milk, and dark chocolate. Um, I'm going to do the dark chocolate one.
1: Yeah, I just remember it being something Dickman's. Yeah.
2: It's quite tall and it has like a kind of like like waffle wafer on the bottom. Ooh. Oh, um, yeah. And I think there's like some like marshmallow action inside of here, so let's try
4: it. it. This might just be my bad eyesight, but from the screen it looks like just a chocolate little ghost from pac-man i was gonna say like a chocolate bullet bill Mm. oh good call
2: yeah it's great it's basically a marshmallow dipped in chocolate that's sitting on top of like a waffle cone
4: i've got to find these in this box yeah that's (laughs) amazing uh
1: and then mine is that like they they it looks like a little treasure chest um for porton.
4: let's see what treasure Mm. is inside inside
1: oh something just awakened in him wow (laughs) okay what do we got um i think whatever it is it is very alcohol based (laughs) oh Oh. oh, good i think someone else who's not opposed to having some alcohol right now finding this inside of your little yellow
0: i'm gonna get fucked up yeah megan's like like, i'll take it i probably have
1: the lowest tolerance of (laughs) anybody on this cast oh
0: whatever (laughs)
1: like mouthwise this feels like i just took a shot of alcohol like the heat that's in the back of my throat Whoa. and on my tongue okay both of them have glassy eyes mm-hmm.
2: say the alphabet backwards fuck i need a chaser for this
1: right <laughs> holy shit <laughs> like it feels it's very strong
0: oh boy woof da yeah yeah that's strong and it's just coating my mouth now <laughs> uh yeah so mine the name spunk apparently comes from a Pippi longstocking book and she used, she invents a word for which she can find no use So the box, quote, bears the name Spunk and a drawing of a, quote, fantasy animal made by an eight-year-old girl. So I guess that's what the parrot jelly bean is, is a, quote, fantasy animal. And then they're in, like, some different, uh, they come in, like, different colors, these wine gums, and they're, like four different flavors but they also do salt licorice because the thing that i found first from the people that brought you salt licorice and i was like oh no i
1: wonder if that's why like they're parrot shaped. i remember pippi longstocking being on a pirate ship
4: nice and just for update i love researching all of these uh the verporten verporten is a brand of eggnog it is (laughs) what this is actually a you have to be 21 to buy it candy. <laughs> it is dark chocolate with a liquid core of the very popular Verporten Original Eggnog Liquor.
1: Well, thank you, Tech Girl, for sending us these treats. Uh, thank you. All the way from Germany. They're, They're so delicious. Good. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, and with that, it's time to let the recap roll.
3: She
4: still has some chosen energy.
0: That doesn't leave if you die?
4: No, that's weird. Like, you know, he was trying to collect the souls and stuff of Chosen, but not
1: because, like, the energy stays in. It hops.
2: Maybe it was something about how you died, Kara. How did that happen?
1: I told you earlier that we had to perform this on a plane where no human could see, much less truly exist. When I went through to do the strike, I fully went into the god's plane. My body could not survive. I died there. Later, my body was retrieved and given burial.
4: Damien, I don't know if we have a connection with what you gave me, but if you can hear me, I could really use your attention right now.
1: The three of you, like, going to work, putting these bones back to rest, there's this brief flash behind you, and then again, and you turn and Tass is gone. So as you're touching the ash on the ground, you get this kind of rolling memory of Damien throughout his life. And there's this moment where you see a large book laid out, and someone has some documents, and some stamps. Very clearly, you see them looking down at the book. They erase a longer name and write a shorter one. And in this moment, you realize, somewhere along his many years of life, Damien was forced to change Odubhale to O'Doyle. Tass, you and Damien appear back inside the catacombs, and Kim and Jake and Megan are right there, as you both appear. Fuck. Oh my God. God damn. Hey, sorry.
4: Sorry, 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 sorry. I just, I don't know. I, I needed some input. I slap him right across the face.
3: Ah. Don't please. be TJ.
1: Sorry. Hey, Damien. Hey, how's it going?
0: Pretty good. How are you?
1: Were you guys, I, Tass said yes. Awesome dog. Were you guys burying bones?
2: Uh, Reburying bones.
1: Ah. Okay.
2: Damien. Yeah. Very important question. Hi. Uh. Um, Your name, it wasn't always. O'Doyle, right?
1: Yeah, uh, quite a while ago I had to have it changed when I was getting some paperwork done.
2: From O'Doomhale. No.
1: Yeah, why? What?
4: Fucking what? What? What did I miss in five minutes?
2: Well, you left, and so I was trying to have a vision as to where you had gone, and I had a vision of Damien taking you away, and then I had another vision about Damien, and I found out that his name used to be O'Doomhail.
4: I instantly pick her up, hug her, spin her around, and set her down. And I grab Damien by the sleeve and I start tugging him into the graveyard.
1: As you start to pull him across to the graveyard, you both touch the water <gasps> and react violently. <gasps> oh, God! What the fuck? Oh,
4: I don't know. That didn't do that last time. What is that? I guess, well, holy water. How would you do that? I got past it last time, but I had to go a little feral in a fight.
1: Ugh. Oh. Sorry, sorry, boy. sorry,
4: sorry, sorry. It's
1: just right in the gut. Oh, I had
4: such, such promising news all of a sudden, too. I was so happy about this. Uh And I, I turn around, like, having to do the kind of waddle step to turn myself towards them while I'm in pain. He's looking for the resting place of his mother.
2: Damien, what was your mom's first name? Kara. Yo, your mom's
1: in that tomb. Uh, what? Yeah, we talked to her. The I- energy behind that was like, we're going to pimp your ride.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, it's, what are the odds? Your mom's dead and she's in that tomb. <laughs> well, well, you knew. we knew she was, or I mean, I guess I don't know exactly what her fate was, but like her, we knew her fate was like, Locked away somewhere. This yeah. is amazing. She's in there.
1: He looks confused and then pushes through this burning and paddles across this creek. Oh. Ugh. Gets out on the other side. Ah, oh, what's up, dog? The dog comes over and sniffs him and, and growls a little.
0: I'm following after him with the vial and I put my hand up to the Kirk Graham. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah,
2: I will jump across.
3: Yeah, I'll start heading back inside and moving the statue again. I just sit
4: down smiling and watching.
3: Damien turns and runs inside the mausoleum. Yeah, I'll I'll move the statue out of the way and help him lift the lid off again.
1: How in the world did
3: you find this? Baba Yaga told us to come here?
1: Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> the bookie Man, The bookie Man. <laughs> no, um like actual Oh. Have we not talked to you about that at any No, point? I just my mind doesn't go there. I yeah, just I just binged John Wick drunk. this weekend. Yeah. So <laughs> I, was, I was playing the video game earlier. It's pretty good. She
3: she told us that we needed to come here to get like to learn something from her. I mean, we didn't really know who who she was or anything, but
0: Damien, your your mom was a chosen. She was the chosen that helped put away death last time.
3: Oh, and if we give her this water, she can we can like communicate with her again. But I don't know if you've got something else that we should be doing
1: instead. I was gonna use. This and he reaches in his pocket and pulls out the soul gem. I was gonna use this to bring her back, so I could let go of the deal I made with Calidus. I mean, if that's what you want to do, like we we already spoke to her, and
3: I mean, if you bring her back or whatever, then we it's fine. Whatever you need to do, dude. This is this is the terminus of your journey.
0: Do you want to talk to her first?
1: Uh, I don't know. Like, what if I talk to her and she's like, "No, don't do it," and then I have spent my whole life trying to. Uh, no. No, I'm I'm just going to do it. Okay. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Right? Like, fuck it. Just do it. This is what I've been looking for forever, and it's why I made a deal with the devil to become a devil so I could live a really long time so I could figure out what happened to my mom, and you've all just said she was a chosen and she died for some reason, stopping death, whatever that means. Yeah, dude, it's a lot, but- Like, my memory of her is, is nothing. I have no memory of her. Like, my first memories are when I was, like, nine years old. There's nothing before that, and I was just- A kid. And I think that... I don't think I know. Those memories were taken from me on purpose to stop me from feeling the pain of whatever I had been through or lost.
2: Whoa. Strom was present when your mom died and she also doesn't remember anything.
1: She fucking what?
2: Okay. Okay. So, uh...
1: He lays down. Yeah, on the yeah,
2: yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Just get it, just,
0: yeah, on the floor. Just, just put put your face on the, like, cool stone. Yeah, okay. Okay. And the dog Still. comes
1: over and sits next to him, and he yeah, pets the just, dog just, with just, his just, other yeah. hand. Yeah,
0: just give him pets. Okay, so, uh, long story short, uh, death was doing some bad shit, or I guess the the vessel that death was in was bad and was doing some bad shit, so all the other gods got together, with uh three other people who are Baba Yaga who can do magic and Strom who's an oracle and uh the chosen who was your mom and the three of them came together and said hey yo we got to stop death cuz this is really bad and we don't have the power to do it but maybe if we do something else like with the gods they can do it so then they went to the gods and the gods were like yeah we can do it but we got to go somewhere that's really dangerous to do it so they came together with this like plan of how to do it and they trapped death and all the gods got around death and your mom crossed over into this plane where the gods lived, and it was outside of where humans could exist. And she, she gave her life to use her abilities, use her weapon, and she, and she kind of caged death. Obviously, death still exists because people died, but the horrors that he was causing wouldn't happen anymore.
1: Okay, so that's, that's a lot. So she died for a good reason at least is what you're saying? or a good cause?
0: The best reason she could see it was the ultimate sacrifice to give up her life to give up her her love of everybody that meant so much to her, her family to protect.
1: okay, So like me, bringing her back's not gonna like undo that or anything right?
0: Ah, uh, no. <laughs>
1: what was that ah? Uh.
0: Like it was already kind of undone, but like not exactly. But then it was redone, so it's fine.
2: Yeah, death is gone. The vessel avatar of death is done with. I don't think bringing your mom back would undo that. Okay.
3: Because the only reason she died in the doing was basically because there wasn't like a safe laneway for her to get to him. Like her dying wasn't a requisite part of the thing, it was just something they couldn't figure out how to avoid.
0: Yeah, so that's why we're here because we found out that. Apparently, we're going to have to redo this this ritual, this spell, and we don't have enough information. We all know that we kind of play a part in it, but we don't know how it was done or why it was done, and so we had to come talk to somebody who was there and hadn't lost all their memories.
1: Okay, so, whoa. Now, okay, so in the car, he rolls over onto his back and looks up at the <laughs> ceiling, <laughs> and the dog licks his cheek. Oh, Tess said that. The energy of the Chosen was still inside, and it wasn't sure what was going to happen to it or what to do with it. Yeah. What's going to happen to it if I bring her back?
2: I I don't know. Will she be the Chosen again?
1: I, I don't know. I'm not going to bring her back just to die again. Oh, wait. No, you said that she doesn't have to die to do the ritual? Yes. No. She
2: does not have to die. Correct.
0: Okay. Uh, we We know that it was just how it was at the time because they didn't have any other way, but- We don't know if she's actually supposed to be a part of it when it happens again. We don't exactly know what that role looks like. And, you know,
2: like now that we know that that's a possibility that might happen and we have some time to think about it, if we were going to do that ritual again when we do it again, surely with all of our various resources, we can think of a way so that the person who needs to strike the final blow can do that and not die. There has to be a way that you can cross that veil and make it back.
1: I'm be honest, that last part kind of uh, you kind of lost me.
0: We're gonna try to not require the person who has to kill whatever it is we're supposed to kill to die this time. Yeah, yeah. We still got a lot of question marks uh-huh. that we have to fill in. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why we came here. So we don't really know much more than this.
1: Bringing her back—is there a way to know what's going to happen to whatever energy is in her?
3: My best guess is that when she comes back, it'll stay within her, but she. Can relinquish it because we've seen Tass do it. So if she didn't want it, oh, she could give it up, right? Yeah, he, yeah. He gave it up so he could take your power. Yeah. Oh, that's what that
1: like light was that left him. Yeah. Oh.
3: It seems like what she's got is like the original, and you know Tass's is like a lot further down the line. So, but they're they're the same
1: concept. Uh, okay. Like it didn't leave him and come here.
0: No, no, no. So, so when it left your mom when she died. Uh. It didn't have anywhere to go because she was in a place that humans can't be. And so it just stayed with her body. Oh. And so when they brought her back and buried her, it just stayed with her.
3: Okay. Um. I, I don't know if this is something I actually have the means to do. Can I see if Damien's got whatever in his head that he could be a vessel for the
1: Chosen?
0: Ooh. Why don't you
1: roll Investigate a Mystery?
0: Oh, shit.
1: Seven. All right. You get to hold one. What's being concealed here? So you turn and open up your magical sight to Damien. And in this place, you can see the torchlight kind of flickering off of his skin and the glow from him. And for a brief moment, you do see this crystal in that spot in his head. And you can see that it's filled with this kind of pulsing red energy. So you do see a crystal, but right now it is full. Yeah,
3: I want to like... Put a finger on his forehead, be like, "You've got a thing in your head too. You've got the same crystal that that like your mom has that holds the energy of the chosen that Tass had that, that I have, but yours has got I'm guessing demonness in it, like a like a red, like a swirling red energy. But how fucking poetic would it be if you were the chosen that stood with us when we did this thing?
2: Does everyone have these crystals except for me? You can see them, Jake.
3: Yeah, sort of like a like metaphysically, like magically.
0: So then. Do we all have, like, different auras? Is this, like, a different, like, color powers? Like, every time we hit that ghoul with a different type of power, it was like a different color went through its brain.
1: Yeah, I think this is a continuation of, like, you glancing at him and getting this sense. As you look around the room, you know, even out the door where Tass is, you can see the real dull red that's the same color as Damien's. And in Megan's, you can see the color of the empath, that that pink and purple. And... With Kim, you also see this very vibrant white light. Everyone has a full gem, except for Tasses, which is it just seems diluted. Yeah, we've we've all got one.
2: <gasps> really?
1: Yeah,
3: yours yours has like the same white light that comes out of your eyes when you have a vision. And Megan, yours has like the pinkish purple when you when you do like a jinx on stuff.
2: Fuck yeah. Crystal. <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> Tass's looks like it's like the same as Damien's but kind of like muddied because he's like half demon.
0: Yeah, so it all's kind of coordinated with where our powers come from.
3: Because we're all a vessel in one way or another.
1: Yeah, and cuz I, I want to complete this picture that even though your phones don't work down here, like I imagine Jake opening up his phone and looking at himself and what you see <laughs> in your crystal is like Shocks of lightning and torrents of fire, just very small like elements roiling around. I didn't
3: know my phone camera had this. uh, This would have cleared this up (laughs) way
1: earlier. If I knew this filter was available on Snapchat. (laughs) But yeah, I think what Megan said is exactly right. Like as you look at everybody, you get this sense that earlier you understood it as the potential to be a chosen. And now it seems like it's the potential to like store great power. It's just the Chosen is the only great power you knew of at the time. Cool. Damien, I think I think you can bring her back and
3: it's going to be fine. And if she wants to relinquish her ability or whatever, then she can do that. And if it's like, I don't know, to someone in particular, it probably could be because we've kind of made that happen before. But I think yours is going to be empty once you do and you like finish out your deal and- then maybe you could take it, you know, if if she's ready to just move on and and find her final rest or something. I'm just saying you can do your thing. You don't have to worry. This is gonna be fine. You can free yourself. You can bring your mom back, and and then and then it's a, it's a conversation. Whatever you want to happen from there, the world's your oyster. Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, everybody, stand back.
0: Yeah, I'll hold out a hand and help him off off the floor.
1: <laughs> I love the visual that he said that from the floor. <laughs> just. Everyone stand,
0: stand back. back. <laughs> um, I think I go over to the doorway, too. Hey, Tass? Yeah? Hey, I think we're doing this. So if you want to fly around, you know, maybe give that a shot, because I don't know if you're going to keep that power.
4: Um, I'm still just kind of, I don't know, not quite meditating, but just sitting quietly, eyes closed, and I think I just smile at her and shake my head. <laughs> no, nope. tell him to do what he's got to do. I'm good.
0: Okay, man. And I'll turn back around. Tass is good.
1: Damien moves over to his mom and holds the gem up, looking at it again, looks back at the group of you and slowly lowers it down onto her forehead. The gem instantly starts to melt across her brow and you see the light from inside of it seep down into her forehead and you see it move down her spine, tracing all the way down to the tailbone, then back up and it shifts over to where her heart would be and the glow starts to pulse and get bigger and brighter, and then there is a blinding flash of light. In this moment, a couple of things happen. We see the skin and the clothing reform around Kara O'Dubale. It's just like in the vision that Kim had. She's got long black hair, dark ebony skin, and bright green eyes. She sits up, and as she sits up, she yawns, and out of her mouth floats the gold energy of the chosen and it moves slowly around damien bathing him in this gold light and the gray from his skin starts to fade and the horns sink back into his head and there stands a handsome black man in his late 20s smiling down at his mother the light hovers around him for another moment and then darts into the cavern across the river engulfing Tass. there is this flourish of gold energy as Tass tumbles through the air and Tass, this is an experience unlike you had last time. Because this is actually you generating what it is you will be. And the light forms around your body, down your hand, and we see your weapon starting to form. And in the darkness of the cave now being cast in the light, the three of you and Damien look across this small creek as a golden shotgun forms in Tass's hand. He settles back down onto the ground, looking much Like he looked the first day you all went out on a job. (laughs) All right, so heading down a path I was not expecting to go yet. Tass, let's talk about your new playbook.
4: Yeah, let's. So, I am back to The Chosen.
1: Yeah. Uh, This time with a different spin, a little more tailored to our situation. Yeah, you are no longer Lana's chosen as much as the chosen
4: that yes that is fair so i do have the two starting moves destiny's Plaything. um so seeing visions at the beginning of the mystery potentially uh and uh the one that i did not have last time because it didn't really make sense Mm -hmm. with the way that we went about it but totally does now Uh, i'm here for a reason there's something you are destined to do work out the details with the keeper based on your fate you cannot die until it comes to pass if you die in play, then you must spend a luck point. You will then somehow recover or be returned to life. And once your task is done or you use up all your luck, all bets are off. I think it's safe to say completing this ritual is the, the task. Agreed. Uh, and then from the one pick I'm taking invincible because that has just sort of been the through line all the way through these playbooks is this idea of the armor that I've had and and that awareness, that kind of thing. So I always have the two armor that doesn't stack with any other protection. Uh, and just because it makes sense to move forward, I am retaining medic as for this glorious gilded weapon, because Modern problems need modern solutions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were able to justify this shotgun with the picks from the melee weapon list. <laughs>
4: Absolutely, because it already has, the shotgun is three harm, close, and messy. Yeah. Um. So with the haft pick from the uh, form, that makes sense because it's a two-handed weapon. Yep. Um, so that's two harm. And then if I add spikes to that, it adds the appropriate damage that a shotgun has plus the messy tag. Uh, and if I add, it really doesn't matter, either or long or throwable just adds the close tag, which is the same increment anyway. Uh, So on top of that, I get one more pick, so it only makes sense that this is a magic weapon, so artifact as well.
0: Awesome. Yeah,
1: so you got a a barrel that throws spikes. That's kind of what a shotgun is. Yeah. That's
3: that's how, like, the person who first incepted the idea of a gun (laughs) thought about it. Like, what if... We made a haft that throws spikes, and somebody was like, "Motherfucker, you're on to something." I think I <laughs> like where you're going
1: here.
2: Not even the magic ceilings are safe now.
4: <laughs> Not even. Oh, I gotta like name this thing now. He's, I'll
2: get. He's there. unstoppable.
4: <laughs> uh, so my stats have shifted to negative one charm, plus two cool, plus one sharp, plus two tough, and minus one weird. I think this has been a whole big shift in. My demeanor, losing all the magic energy and all of that from the the previous playbooks I've had. Uh, and lastly, my tags, my fate tags. The fate ones specifically are you can save the world and hidden allies, which I think makes sense with all that.
1: Yeah, that you as a team have turned a lot of possible enemies into allies.
4: Absolutely. And so what makes sense? For the doom tags, as opposed to the heroic ones, uh, is sympathy with the enemy, Mm -hmm. because of that same reason, and the end of days, because we have seen what that means for for mankind, at least, and uh, that's what we're out to stop.
1: Yeah. So we are back in the underground catacomb. Tass across the river has just made his transformation, and Damien and his mom are standing in an embrace.
4: I I think I'm still just sitting right where I was, just looking down at this gilded gun in bewilderment.
3: Okay, uh who's
4: what now? T- Tass, you look you look fucking good, man. <laughs> <laughs> you um you didn't like do something? You didn't spell this into being?
1: Oh, I can't spell. <sighs>
4: No, nobody uh, nobody
2: affected
3: anything. A thing just happened.
1: Yeah, like it circled around to me for a second. Like it was checking me out and then it tore off.
2: Yeah, that gold light left Kara and it went into you, Tass.
1: I just very, very
4: lightly nod. I fucking like sprint out there and just like <laughs> hug
3: tackle him. Just across the creek, spear tackle <laughs> him. Yes, just dive across the creek and Beautiful. tackle him. Ah,
4: fuck! You're chosen! Yeah, I guess so, huh? You're like super legit
3: chosen. So, okay, so Damien, I like call back into the thing. Are you human?
1: Are you both just like human and good again? Yeah, I think so. How's it feel? Kind of squishy, a little weak.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, that's the experience. That's being human.
1: My bones hurt. i sore. <laughs> I think I'm hungry. And they always will.
4: <laughs> Let's go to Steak and Shake. I have, um, I think, a couple of statements here. Uh, firstly... I really, really would like to shift our focus into how to survive in a god veil.
2: Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yes.
4: And second, dibs on not having somebody in my coffin on the way back.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Shit.
4: I was really hoping that we'd just be able to hop a
3: ride in the in the demon mobile. <gasps> Get out of here.
0: Damien, oh. you don't have your car anymore, do you?
3: Oh. Oh. Ah, I buy a car. Yeah, man, there's cars out there. Don't worry. Yeah, Jake's had like 19 of them. <laughs> yeah. How many you want? Hold on, let me look at how many gear points I've got. I've
0: got I got this PG cruiser you can have.
1: Kara <laughs> lets go of Damien and smiles down at him. Seems like you have a story to tell me, young man. What exactly is going on here?
0: Kara, do you remember the conversation that we had?
1: Yes, like an echo.
0: Okay, well, yeah, we came to get information about the ritual that you did, and... Tass, over there, that's Tass, he he thought it would be a good idea to get into contact with Damien, who we're friends with, and we realized that you were his mom, and we've been trying to help him with his task. He's been trying to figure out a way to bring you back, and, well, he did, so now you're here.
1: (laughs) She turns and looks at him again. You've grown since last I saw you. It's been, what, at least 15 years? And he laughs. It's been a lot longer than that. I had to make some bargains. You have to understand, I didn't know what happened to you. Those memories of you before you were gone, they were all taken from me. I had nothing. I just learned what it was that you were what you did right before we brought you back. So she nods. I thought maybe I was saving you the pain by taking those memories from you, protecting you. But I see that in doing so, I put you on a very long road. Forgive me for taking that from you. And they hug again.
2: You didn't take those memories from Strome too, did you? No. I... I can't figure out why she doesn't remember this ritual, or I wonder if she didn't even know the identity of your mom, Damien.
1: She and I were very close. If she couldn't remember it, I'm sure she didn't remember me either. She and I worked together to find Baba Yaga and to find the gods. Wait, you were close with Strom? Yes, why? <laughs> no reason? No reason.
2: Our moms are friends. Look at that. <laughs> are those
0: memories back now? Or, like, what happened to him?
1: Yeah. It's like she said about your conversation. It's like a, an echo, but it's becoming clearer. I'll
0: look at Kim. Huh? Maybe Strom's going to be back up to speed now, too, then. Yeah, maybe I should call her when we get reception. <laughs> yeah, let's go get reception.
1: <laughs> How do we get out of here? Where are we exactly? We're in some kind of burial ground
3: for, like, heroes. Actually, I now, I'm kind of realizing now I don't feel like I've done my due diligence on this place. And I don't know how we get back exactly. Do we just get back in our coffins and I'm totally chill with the logic of it.
2: Baba Yaga didn't say that there was a different way to get back, but I guess we didn't strictly ask her.
4: Yeah. I'm I'm already getting in mine.
1: (laughs) Damien and Kara are like, where should we?
3: Uh we're gonna have to share. We're gonna have to do some like arrangement.
2: Megan and I are both pretty small. Maybe we could share one. Yeah, but are Kara and Damien
0: like if they're not small. Can they fit in one together? Or is this like a Tetris thing where it's like you got to put a small piece of the big piece because you can't put the two (laughs) big pieces together?
3: Yeah, I think it's going to be like a Kim and Damien and a Kara and Megan here. I mean, just in case it does work, anything else we need to accomplish before we get out of here?
0: I mean, the ghouls are taken care of and there's nothing else in this like mausoleum that I think we need to take with us. So
2: we got another vial of that water, right?
0: Yeah, I have it. Uh, Okay. Didn't need to to use it here. So uh, good to have, I guess, on hand. I want to go over uh, and take a bite of the Kirkgrim.
1: Oh yeah, you come over to it and it starts uh, wagging its tail as it's laying on the ground.
0: I just hold its big face in my hands and I give it a kiss on the nose and I say, "Thank you so much for
2: your help. I hope you're feeling better."
3: Yeah, I'll give I'll give him some pets for being a good boy.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, can I scratch its belly? It's big big belly.
1: Yeah. Um, yes. And I think that while you're doing that, like you're you're petting him on his side, that, that pet that you get to, get dog, to like roll over, it's like, yeah, well, I'm going, <laughs> <Yeah>, okay. <laughs> oh, oh no, oh. my balance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gravity, so strong, roll over. <laughs> uh, Megan, Damien comes up next to you and he's like, hey, um, thanks for talking me through all of that. Like, that was a lot, and I, yeah, thank you.
0: Yeah, no problem. I can't imagine what it was like to just learn all that all at once. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: I mean, it worked out way better than I thought it would, so.
0: Yeah. It seems like that. Uh, I dig the new look. Oh, thanks. I mean, like, for the record, I mean, <laughs> I like the old look, too, but you look uh happier.
1: Yeah. It's nice not having this weight. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but there was this pull that I had to be, it was like part of being a demon. I had to be wheeling and dealing. It was like a, a drive that I couldn't control, so it's nice to not like, have conversations with people and have to be thinking in the back of my brain, if I have to help them with something, what am I going to get out of it? Or how do I spin this so that I can help them without having to not help them later? A lot of mental red tape.
0: Yeah, that's that's a lot. I mean, good. I'm glad you're free to, you know, do whatever you want to do now because you want to do it. Yeah.
1: And he turns and he looks at his mom, who is also getting in on the belly scritches of the dog. <laughs> Hell yeah. On, on receiving the belly scratches <laughs> from the dog. <laughs> Every time we pan over to the rest of the group, it's a different person on the ground getting, <laughs> getting belly scratches. So with the uh, the dog thoroughly pet, is there anything else you all want to do down here? I don't think so. All right. So you all get into your respective coffins. Some of you sharing coffins with others. You close the lids. You sit in silence for a couple of moments. And then again, you hear the repetition of the falling feet and your coffin is lifted and you feel yourself being walked starting to go higher and higher and then the footsteps stop but it has not been nearly long enough and you hear something outside moving around the feet that have been moving you you've taken something from my land now you face the harvest man
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Were you accused of a murder enacted by supernatural forces beyond your control? Yeah. Are you seeking a multi-figure gold settlement for damages to your business?
4: Yes... Are you a young entrepreneur seeking justice for the murder of a family member that would be here if you were better at your job? Yeah! (laughs) Hello, I'm Thomas Phelps. I am the attorney, along with my assistants, of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher, and we want to help you get justice. Our expert legal services are available for a modest fee. But not too modest. I got a family to feed.
0: As a bot, I don't eat, but I do have a hunger. A
1: hunger for
4: justice. And that hunger drives us to work for you, future client.
0: From investigation to sentencing, we've got you covered for everything from public urination... Ooh, yeah. ...to murder in varying degrees.
4: Don't look at me. The attorneys of
1: Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher care about families. That's why they work quickly to help get this daddy off. I was blown away. My business was in trouble after an unfortunate case of property damage. But the attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher helped set things right with a hefty gold settlement.
3: So come on down to the law offices of Phelps,
4: Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher. Located in the old Biscayne Boys building in Eastern Orgea,
0: Just follow the podcast Highway Signs for Dungeons and & Drimbus, and take the Season 3 exit. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbio, and Felcher are not responsible nor liable for any of the following that may be incurred while working on your case. Sudden death, loss of limb, heartbreak, the use of magic to secure evidence, the wrath of an interdimensional being, urinary bladder infections, nausea, depression, the sudden desire to remove one's clothing, the illicit romance of a will-they-won't-they workplace scenario, or complete and utter disregard for the natural laws of space and time.
3: Join your favorite fantasy attorneys for their next case, Dungeons & Drimbus publishes every Friday,
1: wherever podcasts are found.